Hey everybody, this is Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. And if you want to get your money's worth, you'll stay right here. WNS Podcast. <laughs> Everybody's got a price for the Million Dollar Man. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. Now, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler A. Bear. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. That was pretty low to start it. That's right. That's I right. I am Tyler A. Bear. And we welcome you to episode 530 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, doing this podcast, on YouTube, doing this video, and on iTunes by searching WrestlingNewsSourcePodcast. We're on Stitcher. Stitcher. Beyond Pod. Player.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter, DRH Pro, Tyler underscore A Bear, and WNS Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, DRH underscore Pro, Tyler Pro. A Bear underscore Mode. Yes. I don't know why. No, I don't think anyone ever really follows us, but that's okay. no. We still well, put it out if there. They want to. The options are there. Yeah. And, uh, uh, by the way, because we were talking about AI. Uh, before we got on the show, <laughs> I also asked it um, about WNS podcast. I look it up. It uh, it wouldn't look it up. Oh. But I was like, I know one of the hosts on there. It's like who? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I said Start Tyler Abear. It's like, oh, okay, that's great. <laughs> like, I'm Tyler Abear. Oh, nice to meet you, Tyler. I'm like, oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> stupid, stupid thing. I've been fucking with the the Snapchat AI. I'm also on. Uh TikTok and Twitch, DRH Pro. Currently, I'm playing on Twitch. I'm playing uh, Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Is it like in its own separate world or is it connected to the movies? Well, the the shows, all the TV shows and all of the movies are all in the same universe. Um, but they're kind of like, I'm on this planet, they're on that planet, mm-hmm. you know. And it's all about a different, like, particular timelines of where they're happening. Yeah. So, like, there's there's many there's like three generations worth of Star Wars lore. Uh, the original trilogy, the original trilogy took place. You know, then they did the prequels, then they did the sequel trilogy. Um, so like. The Mandalorian takes the Mandalorian TV show takes place after the original trilogy, but not before the sequels. Or it takes place after the original and before the sequels. I'm sorry. And then there's like a whole bunch of other shows and movies that have come out that are kind of like sprinkled in throughout. And this is similar. I also read that there's going to be another movie with Ray. Uh, yes. Rebuilding. Yeah, that just the Jedi's. Uh, that was just announced not too long ago. So Ray Skywalker, but it's gonna be like one movie, not gonna be like I a think trilogy. So. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you think about like, and I don't know how many people who mind the last trilogy, but that sucks. If you think about it, like, hey, we're gonna kill like a lot of the main cast off from like the old series, like um, Luke and uh, Han Solo and stuff, and well, Princess Leia did pass away in real mm-hmm. life, so they killed her character off, but like. I don't think Mark Hamill wanted his character to be killed off, right? 
Um, I don't think there or the way he, they did it. He had a lot of issues with the movie that he was in for the sequels. Um, with the director and the and the direction that he was taking the characters, he's like, no, that's not how it should be. So he he made sure to make it well known. He did not agree with it. Um, but ultimately, it's you know it wasn't his call. It was the director's call, and they went with that, and that's how it was. But the cool thing about it is that since then, Mark Hamill has been involved with a couple of projects in the Star Wars universe. Um, so it's kind of cool to see him like get back into it. Yeah. Whereas like Harrison Ford wants nothing to do with it. Like he was, you know, if you haven't seen the sequel trilogy, spoilers ahead, uh, Han Solo dies. Well, I, I already said it before you did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well spoilers. I already said, said the spoilers. My bad. Yeah. Han Solo wanted to be done, but like he comes back briefly in the third one of the sequel trilogy and does like a cameo. So it's kind of shot. It was kind of shocking to see him, reappear because like you know he just wasn't a fan of of being there so but you know whatever but i'm in i'm enjoying the the game right now because it's solely in about this one particular jedi and you know how he's trying to lay low and survive but obviously he i can't think that's and, the same dude who uh played a joker on gotham that's what people keep saying like i never watched gotham but people were like oh yeah dude this guy was great and you know and so they he did the motion capture in this game and the sequel game for it oh um, cool the sequel like came out like last week and so i was like oh man i wanted to i wanted to i got the first one on sale on steam when it was like 60 percent off or something so i was like let me go ahead and get like the dlc like the the deluxe bundle since all of it's 60 percent off you know so i got a really good deal for it and so i've been playing and really enjoying it and now that I have my fancy computer, oh my gosh, the graphics are insane. Looks really you know, good. It looks really good. And so uh, it's very enjoyable. So, you know, whenever I finish that, it'll be interesting to see if I go straight into the other one or if I'm going to get sidetracked by Tears of the Kingdom. Because that's coming out in five days. Yep. I've already let my wife know, hey, I'm about to be pretty distracted. <laughs> All my free time is going to be probably going to this game. She was like, well, can you at least, like, physically be in the room? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can, I can be near you. I just, I'll be lost to this game. So, she's like, oh, okay. Well, as long as you're here, that's all I ask. Fair all right. enough. Right. Deal. So, you looking forward to Tears of the Kingdom? Yes. I think it's going to be fun. I do, too. I've seen a few videos about it. Apparently, there was a leak version of it, and people have been playing it and saying it's amazing and, and great and... So it'll be interesting to see once it comes out what all you can really do. I haven't seen too many videos like on the game itself. Just like I saw that one where it's like, oh, you can take a stick and a bomb and now you've got like a, a spear that blows up whenever you hit their opponent. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I, I've tried to avoid most of that because I want to go in fresh to it. I wonder if everything takes place like right after... I don't know, and I don't, you know, and then also, can you go to the same places that you were in the first game? I mean, I know that you're going into the sky too. Mm -hmm. We know that, um, but yeah, possibly, we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. But uh, yeah, we got uh, we got plenty to talk about this week. We're going to talk a little bit about backlash, um, some WWE news, AEW news, 
little bit of hot topic news. Um, but before that, we get into all that, we did get to go to uh, WWE uh, Saturday, Saturday Night Main Event, event. Uh, not too long ago. Uh, we got to go with our wives, and you brought your daughter and uh, and one of your nieces. Your niece, I said one of your nieces, your only niece. Only oh, niece. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had a good time. Yeah, it was a good show. It was fun. I was so surprised my my daughter was. Like, I mean, no, she got distracted and was kind of like going between mm-hmm. each of us, but she was watching it for the main part. Yeah. For most of it. I think. Then she started like, you could tell she was starting to tired. get tired and she was trying to fight it. So she'd constantly be walking back and forth uh, to someone and hop in their lap. And then when she started dozing off, she's like, okay, I need to But go. at first it was awesome because we were cheering. She didn't know what to do. She was doing the same thing we were mm-hmm. doing. So like, we're booing this guy and she was booing him too. It was, yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was really good because, like, you know, she was, and what's cool about it is, like, she was asking asking questions, like, why are why are those lights off? Why are the why are they doing that? And so I'd tell her, and she's like, oh, okay. But then there'd be like sometimes where I try to explain something to her, and she just like look away. I'm like, nope, I'm done. I'm like, oh, okay. It's like one, I'm two, just, three, butterfly. Yeah, I'm like oh, I'm wasting my breath. On this <laughs> but yeah, she she like came and sat in my lap for the first match, which was like Ricochet versus Eric from the Viking Raiders, and. She was like, "Why are they so mean?" I was like, "I don't know. They're just they're just mean guys." And so, like, I'd put my hand in the air and boo. And so then she did. And I was like, "Yeah." So it ended up being a really good time. Man, the crowd! I gotta say, I was impressed by the crowd by how mm-hmm. how big of a turnout there was. I mean, it's they haven't been there in like five years. Yeah, and there's been many times when we've gone and you know couldn't fill hardly any of the seats and maybe that's what they need to do not like five years but yeah, like do five once years. a year maybe mm-hmm. yeah i saw where they did like a vip thing but it was like 300 or 400 dollars would you who would you meet per ticket so that that particular show it was the tag champ the women's tag champs so Liv morgan and raquel uh rodriguez gonzalez gonzalez yeah and you got like a laminate i think you got like a chair to take home so I'm like, yeah, yeah, but not worth like $500 at Ford Arena. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, the thing that pissed me off the most about the show is that I had to pay for parking. That's weird. It's so weird that they're doing that now. But I haven't been to it. Well, okay. I'm at Ford Park at least once a year, but I'm working yeah. graduation. But I don't, I don't like or like go, go to the, the fair front. or something. You know? I don't go to the front. Yeah. There you go in. See, I haven't I, been in a while, I should if say. If I would have thought about it, I would have flashed my media credentials and be like, oh, I don't have to park. Or like, I don't have to pay to park. I'm with the media. <laughs> I should have done that. I really need to utilize my media access more often. Like, I'm doing it this year for Comic Palooza. Like, I got, I got media credentials for it. So I get in for free. Oh, snap. Yeah. So that's like an $80 value that I don't have to worry about paying. Heck yeah. Now my wife, on the other hand, she's got to pay for her ticket. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not plus one. It's just no. you. Yeah, it's just me. And she like, works there, too. I know. I wanted to so bad, but it's like you have to do it specifically to a to an email under your name. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I could pull that off. Like maybe I could try, but I don't think I could pull it off. But, yeah. I mean, it was a good show. Crowd was electric. Um uh, there were some there were some kids behind us, and like it's stuff like that that I love. But then also I'm like, oh my god, my ears are like bleeding because yeah. you're screaming right behind me. But like the whole 
the whole match that Liv Morgan was wrestling, the girl sitting behind me was like, Liv, 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 come on, Liv. You can do it, Liv. Get up. Yeah, Liv, 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 Liv. Oh, God. Yeah, it was that, like the whole match. And I was like, I like, you know, I love the fact that they're they're so young and like they're there to see their heroes and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a cool thing. But it's like, okay, like, I don't, you know, I think she heard you. I think she yeah. heard you the the eighteenth time, not the thirty yeah. second. But uh, yeah, it was it was really cute to to see that. And then we were talking to a dude sitting in front of us, yeah. you know. So it was kind of it was kind of cool seeing like the diverse crowd. Oh yeah, around this. You know, it was a good show. Oh yeah, I, I had a fun it. time. I'm and I'm surprised. Yeah, because I was like, because. It's been a while since we've been to a house show, but you know, yeah, we the last were like, one I went to was like it was the last time they came down, and that was when I went with my dad. Uh, that was 2019, I think. But I was going through a phase where, like, when Vince was here, I was like, "I'm fuck it, man. I'm not going to mm-hmm. a, a WWE show again." Yeah, I don't unless know it's like a popular pay per view. Like, I don't know if I want to drive to like Houston for a Monday Night Raw. Just because it's like, oh, I got to drive all the way back. Like, I'm getting, all right, let's be honest. I'm getting older and I'm getting crankier. So it's like, I don't want to go and do the stuff. Cranky Kong. Yeah. Like, I don't want to sit in the crowds with the, with the, with the audience who are going to try and take, take stuff over and do the stupid chants that have like We've absolutely been nothing. To, yeah. I've been through that. I don't ever want to do that again. So, like, when we go to AEW, you know, we got, obviously, there's a couple who are going to try and do the stupid chants for no, no point, you know, hey, where's gold dust? You know, it's like, dude, you're not funny. Like, get the fuck over yourself. Like, even now, like, I'm getting, like, heated just thinking about that. Like, but I think I with the AEW crowd, they put the person in their place. Yeah. Like, they shut the fuck up. Yeah. We're here to enjoy this. Yeah. But, like, the WWE shows that we went to where we had crowds like that, I'm like, dude, just stop. I remember when you and Doug were about to get into it with I a was, certain guy. I was ready to go to jail because I was going to beat somebody's ass. Those guys were so fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it was the worst. Like, if you're gonna go to a show, like, just <laughs> why do we always have to have these conversations? Oh, just, just you know, be respectful. Be respectful. Cheer and boo the way that you need to cheer and boo. Don't, Don't be cheer a dick. for like the beer guy. Yeah. Don't if say there's stupid a bunch, shit. If there's a bunch of kids around you. Don't be cursing up a storm. Yeah. Like, come on, use common sense, folk. And for some of you, use deodorant. It <laughs> helps. A little soap and water goes a long way. It does. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's true. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to certain places and you're just like, it stings the nostrils, you mm-hmm. know. Well, oh. Like, man, you, uh, you're struggling there, bud. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyways, we had a good time. No alcohol required. The wives had a good time. At dinner, at least. <laughs> uh, my wife has actually talked to me a couple times about L.A. Night. She's like, I like the fact that he was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it has a, it's totally different, but it kind of reminds you, I think you said before, like a Stone Cold feel. Like, yeah, it's just a good, it's a, it's a solid, it's an easy catchphrase. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. And, uh, you know, he's very charismatic and the crowd just gravitates towards that because he, He's a star. I was talking to my niece, like, who who's better? I was like, well, Shinsuke is a Shinsuke versus LA Knight. I was like, Shinsuke is the better wrestler. <laughs> yeah. But LA Knight's a better talker. Mm-hmm. 
and both of us were like looking at each other going, I don't want either of these guys to, yeah. to, to lose. Yeah. You know, one guy's got to win, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But uh, another thing we looked at each other a couple of times, we're like, who's the bad guy in this match? Because they never really established no. it. Like, you know, you would but they think, don't have to on house shows. They're just yeah, going out and doing things. They're just going and throwing stuff to the wall and see if it sticks. Yeah. But um, LA Knight lost that one. Lost that particular night. Actually, the next night when they went to Louisiana, that guy was telling us about, you know, well, we chose the Beaumont show instead of the other Louisiana show. The exact same card with the exact same match endings. The only exception was that instead of Eric, it was Ivar facing Ricochet. But every match on the card was the exact same with the same outcome. I was like, oh. So they don't only do house shows on weekends? I believe so. Yeah, they've that's a better schedule I than think, like I think since the pandemic they have lightened up a little bit. That's good. Which they needed to because like you're gonna burn people out. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna burn out your superstars. Yeah, and you don't want that. So give them an extra day off or something if if that helps. So if you're on, okay, you have. <clears throat> so you either have it works out because it's like yeah. unless you have media stuff to do. Yeah, it's like you're on SmackDown, so you have. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. or if you're on Raw, you got Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yes, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, you got you got to yourself. Yeah, everyone has those way days off. better than it was. Yes, yeah. Instead of doing, makes their career longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of house shows almost every single day of the week. Yep. And you know, upon retrospect. You know, I was talking about how crazy it was, like, that the population the or the popularity of Stone Cold Steve Austin, like, the height of his popularity, it was only, like, five or six years. Like, that was when they were going, like, 300 days a year. It's like, mm-hmm. now, now you've got, like, people like The Miz, who's been in the business for 15 years. The Miz has been in WWE for 15 years. Like, that's insane. Longer than Stone Cold's. Yeah. You've got Roman Reigns, who's already been there for 10 years. You know, like the Shield, members of the Shield, we've they've been mainstream guys for a That's decade. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. It's insane. So, just longevity, man. Mm-hmm. That's all you can ask for. <clears throat> well, let's talk a little bit about backlash, not WrestleMania backlash, but the actual premium. I don't think they're gonna do that again, ever again. God, I hope not, because that was overkill. Where it's like everything was WrestleMania, blah, blah, WrestleMania, blah. SummerSlam, what Summerfest. Um. Oh my God! First off, the crowd, Puerto Rico, man, they brought it. They brought the energy. That was like top they, choice. They don't really have stuff over there that much. They have like an independent company there. I think it was WWC. No, um, I mean it's like WWE doesn't come over there that often. Oh yeah, yeah. And then they get a, a freaking pay per view there. Mm-hmm. Well, like, they got shit. they got SmackDown and the and Backlash, which is cool. So they had the stars out uh, for that one. And, I mean, all night long for this live event. All night long. Yeah. The crowd absolutely brought it. Oh, my gosh. Um, Bianca Belair versus EO Sky. The crowd solidly behind EO. Which is interesting because as soon as Bianca's music hit, the crowd goes nuts. They're cheering. They're you know happy to see her. But then once EO's music hit... They went crazy for her, and they were chanting EO, 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 EO. And this was definitely a breakout match for EO Sky. 
like you know they're trying to they're trying to tease like the oh is she trying to break away from damage control is bailey done manipulating her and you know um is EO gonna realize oh i don't i don't need damage control to be a star i'm you know i'm already a star so they were kind of like sprinkling those in yeah um damage control did get involved in the match and it ended up costing EO. And so now they're like, oh, is this going to help the cause of EO Sky realizing damage control? Like, I had this match and then damage control came in and ruined it for me. Like, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't need you guys. So they're kind of sprinkling. They're kind of teasing a possible breakup for uh, damage control. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, the match itself was great. They did an, a wonderful job telling the story. Uh, the, uh, EO was working on Bianca's arm, taking out her power game. And uh, EO didn't really go to the sky as much. So it kind of threw a wrench in Bianca. You know, she might have had some counters lined up in, for it and all that. But a uh, really good match to start things off. The crowd was hot the entire night. But there were just certain instances where they just like, tore the roof off the place um mm-hmm. and you know they were going nuts for eo all the near falls oh you know like, oh no dos, oh, you know they're so close but uh bianca did end up getting the victory to retain the raw women's championship and, and michael cole said that uh um bianca will be the longest reigning women's champion of the modern era okay after after that victory um so i don't know what their plans are going forward, because Bianca has been drafted to SmackDown, and she's the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Rhea Ripley, being the SmackDown Champion, switch titles. To Raw. Done like, are they gonna, yeah. Like, are they just gonna? Are they just gonna swap it? And will that be Bianca becoming the SmackDown Champion, Women's Champion, or like how? Like, They've done that before, because wasn't that with uh, Charlotte and, and someone Becky. else? Yeah, they yeah. did that. And that was the whole controversy where Charlotte she like threw the, threw the belt. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Bianca ended up getting the uh, the victory on that one. Seth Rollins going up against Omos, and uh, yeah. hell, I'll go ahead and come out and say it. Omos is the one of the, if not the best big men in the business. What I know, he is. He's very young, so he has room to grow. He's got potential, but he is showing me stuff that you don't see in Big Show. You don't see in Great Kali. Like, there's just something there. He's 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 showing his power, which I like. He's got speed, which I like. And where this come from? I know, right? This match, like. It highlighted up, some stuff for it you. It did. It did. And <clears throat> you can thank Seth Rollins for that cuz you know Seth, you know, takes two to tango. I feel like no one's brought that out of him. Yeah. Before. Well, this this match and the match with Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania showed me they're going to eventually make this guy a big deal. Like he's losing right now. He's losing the big matches right now, but he soon still has a long way soon to go. He, yeah. But he's like 24 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. That's a good age. That's a good That's age. A good age. That's a good age to to get in the business. So, you give him another two three years, he could easily become a top contender for. He the did title. something at the house show that threw me off. Oh, that's right. He was, he was exiting the ring, but you know, I don't know how to 
say this, but you know how some people exit out of the ring, they kind of like go over the rope, but they're like, they're he put his hand on uh, the outside, hand on the outside on of the, the ring, apron. but their 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 head goes down yeah. and their legs go up in the air. Yeah, kind of like I think over. like Taker used to do it or whatever, and some yeah. other people. Omos did it, and yeah. I was like, "What the fuck did he just do that?" Yeah. Because on TV, he he usually goes over the rope with his legs. Yeah, like he's the tall guy. And I was like, "Did he just do that?" But I was like, "House shows you can do anything." Yeah, well, not do anything, but you know, just about. Yeah, but yeah. So Omos here lately is growing on me. Um, you know, they're they're treating him like a star, and in time he will be. But this was—he's got to prove to me, goddammit. Yeah, but I mean, you could put a broom in there to be better than Kali. Uh, big Show was Don't do that was a top big guy for a while, but you know, Big Show, Paul White, whatever you want to call him, he wasn't. People kind of had to work around him mm-hmm. a little bit. Omos can work with you. To a capacity. Yeah. Um, now, he's still got a ways to go. He's still got a, thing, a few things to learn. But he also has to switch up his style a little bit. Because he is kind of like that towering guy. You know, similar to like... Um, this is going to be a big throwback. Do you remember the original Mortal Kombat live-action movie? Yeah. How they did Goro? Where, like, the guy charged at him, but he would just, like, bounce off of him. You know, that's kind of like Omos right now. He's so big and so intimidating, but he moves, you know, not as quick as others. But he's also limited because of his size. You know, you can only move so fast because if you try and go faster, something's going to snap or tear or break or something. But I see what I'm trying to get at is I see a lot of potential in Omos, and I hope that. He surrounds himself with people who are willing to teach, and I hope that he's willing Rollins to learn. Rollins did that, so that's good. Yeah, because this was a solid match. It took like a, 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 a stomp from the top rope, a super stomp, if you will, um, because at one point he went for the stomp, and the sheer strength of Omos kept him from being stomped. Like, he was just frozen in place. Like, it would have been like straight out of anime. Like, whenever they go and punch the guy in the face and there's, like, a big explosion or something, fire or smoke, and then the smoke clears and the guy's fist is just sitting there on his face and he's just, like, staring at you like, you don't realize. One punch man. Kind of. But, like, if one punch man, like, punched and it, like, did nothing. And you're like, oh, shit. Well, it's basically whoever punches uh, Saitama doesn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. They punch him and he just sits there and is like, yeah, you just messed up. That was it with Omas. Like he went to go do the stomp, and it just froze him in place. I tell you what, like the match on the house show was not great no. with Omas and uh, Elias. No, it was very basic and not good. Yeah, but Rollins helped bring out a bit in him. Uh, I was really impressed with how much Lesnar let Omas do to him. Uh, like I was kind of bummed that the match ended so quickly, but also I get it. You can only do you can only do so much. But I see I'm I'm coming around to Omos. I see potential in him, and uh, if he surrounds himself with the right folks, if he's willing to learn and put in the work, I think he could be a top a top guy. Uh, so top guys out. Top guys out. That's right. But Seth Rollins did end up getting the victory with the crowd, of course, who were going nuts singing his th- his song. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
After that, we got to see Austin Theory going up against um, Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. Triple threat for the United States title. I'll be honest, I didn't really have any interest in watching this match. Um, so I skipped right over it. Like, I didn't watch it. So I couldn't really tell you anything about it. Uh, Austin Theory did end up getting the victory to retain his title. Uh, a lot of people, I think, were expecting Bobby Lashley to win. But that was not the case. So Austin Theory still managed to uh, be your United States champion as he's going to be going over to SmackDown. Um, this is not part of the pay-per-view, but I want to talk about this with WWE real quick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this. Okay. New championship, right? Mm-hmm. There's going to be a tournament with Raw and SmackDown people. Yeah. Why? And then only SmackDown people can fight for Roman's title. What? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll go over the participants uh, once we get done with Backlash. But yeah, there there I I have several questions. Unless there's someone from well. SmackDown who wins, now you're on Raw. Yeah, and you can't be on SmackDown. Yeah. So, but you just had the draft. We just had the draft. We're <laughs> like, oh, it goes in effect right after backline. Okay, here we are after backline. We'll talk okay. about. It. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that because I've got some questions for that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Austin Theory getting the win, taking the U.S. title over to SmackDown along with him. So we'll see who he charts. Who's who? Intercontinental Champion? Is it still Gunther? Gunther. So yes. is he going over? All of Imperium coming over to Raw. So, as well as Samantha Irvine, who is the ring announcer. So the ring announcers are switching as she, well. I know this is people will be like, no, she doesn't. But to me, she's still she kind of looks like JoJo, just because of the curly hair. I haven't seen JoJo <laughs> in a while, but yes, I know that probably sounds stupid, but uh, okay, nah, that's all right. That's your opinion. Mm-hmm. It's wrong, but <laughs> I know they probably look different. I haven't seen her in a long time, but yeah. to me, she reminds me of JoJo. She reminds me of JoJo. I'm not saying like she looks. Does exactly she also like... reminds you a bit of Lillian Garcia because you know she's a woman? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, so you don't think she's a woman? She's a woman, but oh. she'll remind me of Lillian Garcia. No, oh, but she's a female ring announcer. Okay. <laughs> Just want to see how 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 deep you're willing to dig that hole. Nope. <laughs> all right, next match: Rhea Ripley. Uh, does she remind you of Rhea Ripley at all? Nope. Nope. Hair. Okay. Nope. Anyways, okay. So Rhea Ripley versus Zelina Vega was up next, and boy, was the crowd excited for Zelina Vega. She yeah. comes out with the Puerto Rican flag as part of her attire, and the crowd just loving every second of it, and showing she was their crying. She was so happy. She you know, it's yeah, a good, mo- it's a good it moment. Em- it was very emotional. Like I got emotional for her. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. Like, can you imagine like going somewhere? Like going to, I don't know, just going to like the grocery store and like everyone who's in there is like clapping for you. Oh yeah. It would be like the strangest feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, imagine you're trying, trying to do something and you have 18,000 people cheering you on. Like that's overwhelming. It's it's very overwhelming, you know. Like as a Twitch streamer, I'm excited if I've got like five people watching me. That'd be yeah. like five people standing in this room watching us, watching me play my video game. Going, yeah, dude, good job. To have like eighteen thousand doing I that, I can't imagine that. 
That's insane. Along with your family and your friends and all that. Like, Also, she deserves it. You know? Yeah. I feel like she's probably enjoyed, for the most part, or maybe not the most part, her WWE career uh, ups and downs. But you know what? It's about time to, like, have, like, a top moment or be in the top, you know, for the yeah. women's division. And I don't know if she's there, but for that time she was, mm-hmm. you know, and it's... That was like her WrestleMania moment. Yeah, and she totally deserves it. She's, I think, she's awesome. Yeah, Zelina Vega is just awesome. Oh, yeah. individual. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know her personally, but just seeing her, even the stuff that she's done outside WWE, like some of the YouTube videos that she's done and stuff like that, I just think she's an awesome person. Yeah, and she portrayed AJ Lee. Yeah, in uh, uh, Paige's movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> Soraya's movie. But man, the crowd was hot for this one as well. Normally, like, they cheered a little bit for Rhea Ripley when she first made her entrance, but once Zelina came out, Rhea was getting boos. So many boos. Um, I will say the difference was in Bianca's match, when Bianca got the win, the crowd did cheer for her. When Rhea got the win, they booed for her. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and Zelina got a standing ovation from the crowd as well. It was a, it was a solid enough match. They, you know, they did a good job, but Bianca's match, uh, was the better women's match. Um, but this one was definitely the more emotional, uh, of the two. Um, but Rhea Ripley did end up getting the victory to retain the SmackDown women's championship. After that, oh boy, this was a lot of fun. Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. That entrance alone is like chef's kiss, top tier entrances of all time in in WWE. You know, it's so freaking awesome and kind of refreshing. And I'm going to see uh, a star in their wrestling and doing pretty good. And like Mm -hmm. Bad Bunny, hell yeah. And I will throw this other guy into it, even though I don't like him as a person. Uh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Those two guys are putting their heart mm-hmm. into this and it's really showing yeah i appreciate when anyone celebrity or otherwise shows respect for the business Stephen amell yeah if you put in work if you actually understand what goes into it and learn the craft and put yourself out there like Bad Bunny's been he was a wrestling fan before he was a musician. So to get to do something like this is insane. It's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. You know, the fact that he trained with the wrestlers, got to put on a WrestleMania match, got invited back for the Royal Rumble to appear, and now he got to be in this match with Damian so Priest. This is his third. Uh third or fourth, yeah. Something like that. It's freaking cool. Yeah, it is. It's it's awesome. And he looks like he's he looks like he belongs. Yes, he really does. He like, really does. Logan Paul does as well. Yes. Logan Paul is an incredibly gifted athlete, which is a shame because he's like a piece of shit human being. Yeah. But like incredibly gifted in, yeah. the, in the ring. Uh, Bad Bunny, like he is a showman. You know, he oh, yeah. knows how to put on a concert, so he's used to being in front of a large crowds, so he doesn't have to worry about stage fright. Yeah. Dude knows... Like he knows his stuff, mm, yeah. And as as much as I want to praise Bad Bunny for the match, I got to give credit to Damian Priest. Oh yeah, yeah. Because that's like, a guy who helps out. He was he was picked, and they said you're going to be in the ring with like arguably the biggest star in the world today, 
in in music, in entertainment. Yeah. Like big bad bad bunny is like the guy in yeah. the world. Yeah. You know, there's only a, a maybe a small handful of people who are more popular than him. So if you injure him, if you hurt him, like that's your ass. I mean, yeah. also, he knows the risks. Oh, yeah. Too. I'm sure. And I'm sure that they work together very yeah. well. But, um, you know, you've got to give him credit as well. Because I was watching I was watching Damien more than I was watching Bag Bunny in the match. And, and he, was doing a, he was doing a solid job. Yeah. Um, and it was just a fun match because it was a street fight. Because, obviously, in a one-on-one match... Bad Bunny's not going to win, so you yeah. got to have you got to have a way for him to to pull off the victory. Uh, you have the weapons and all that. Entrance alone was awesome, uh, with the crowd singing his music. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, like, that was great. Uh huh. Like this is this is that's going to be one, like one of the top ten entrances of all time. Agreed. Agreed. <clears throat> um, and in fact, like I went back and watched. Jericho's entrance when we were in Houston and we sang him to the crowd, you know, like we sang his song, like that as cool of a moment as that was, the, the Bad Bunny it. one was better. Oh yeah, so I mean, it's more people, <clears throat> as more people, and they're singing in unison. Obviously, we didn't have music to to sing yeah. along with, uh, which you know that in itself puts it in a top tier level. But the Bad Bunny one, it was there's just something about it. It was eighteen thousand people singing your song while you're getting ready, and he came in just like he looked jacked. Oh yeah, you know, <clears throat> like he looked like he came in ready for a fight, and you know, the fact that he is so passionate about the business that he would put his music career to the side to go and like train and do all that. Like he just performed at both weekends of Coachella, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you go from that to like wrestling. Yeah. Like that's, it's crazy. Um, he'll probably do that on and off for the next few years. Yeah. And this <clears throat> is one of the few celebrities that I would be totally fine with WWE putting them in the hall of fame. Oh yeah. And it's because you put in the work, you showed oh, care yeah. for the business, you put passion into it. You know, you tried, you didn't, you know, you came in and like put your heart into this. And I respect that. Like yeah. bad bunny is like, for me, you could put him in the hall of fame next year. I'd be like, well-deserved. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'd, I'd be totally fine with that. So agreed. The match itself, it was fine. You know, they both did their job. They both did a great job. Um, How did you feel when uh, the group started getting involved and then you see I knew, Carlito? I mean, Carlito's music hit and then yeah. Savio Vega. Like, what? Like, that's that's the reason why you have the street fight so that you can have the weapons, you can have the interference because you know that there was going to be interference yeah. of some kind. Uh, the fact that, <laughs> the fact that uh, Dom got in there and got some heat. Um, you know, Finn did his job as well. Then Rey Mysterio came out. Oh, he wasn't enough. Carlito's music hit, and the crowd lost their minds. Okay, this is crazy. <clears throat> so think about this. Thinking. Years ago, when Carlito was part of the main roster, right? Carlito was one of the small guys. Yeah. He comes in here. He's this. jacked. He's He's way bigger than, like, Finn and Dom. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is so weird to see because he Carlito was one of the small guys in yeah. the land of the, land of the Giants. I mean, that just goes back to like you see 
Brian Myers and Matt Cardona in Impact. They're the big guys in Impact. Yeah. You know, it's like it's weird. And they were to so see. tiny. They're tiny guys in WWE. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Well, it's like even <clears throat> the even the the little bit that I did watch of the uh, triple threat with Bronson Reed and uh, Lashley and Austin Theory. Corey Graves was even like, Austin Theory is not a small man. Like he's six four and like he is. God, in, he's six four. I that might be an exaggeration, but. You know he he is not small by any means. Let's see. He's gonna be one of those guys that six one. Oh uh, well, a little off, but still to be over six feet tall. You know that's that's saying something. Oops. Why why it's you still good? <laughs> Wipe it off. Oh god. Um. Yeah, you enjoy that, but yeah, like land of the giants indeed. So. Let you know my dog was like laying down there the other day. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna get some dog hair in my mouth. Right. Hair of the dog. <laughs> hair of the dog, right? But um yeah, man. Yeah, you see these guys go to other companies, you're like, God, oh, they're just like so freaking <laughs> big. So big. Like Cody Rhodes, when he when they started in AEW, he was one of the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God. But he also did put on some weight and muscle after he left WWE because he was kind of like the twig in the in yeah. The first run, so, but yeah, you got to see Carlito come out. I like Carlito, yeah, and he's smart not to like come back to WWE. Yeah, make those special unquote. appearances, Just make appearances. Savio Vega, I'm like, what, <laughs> dude? I was a big Savio Vega fan. Were you during in the in the early '90s, like when it first started going? Like I was, I was, I was a Savio Vega fan. I was a big One Two Three Kid fan. I was a fan of Shawn Michaels. Um, and I like Bret Hart. Like those were like my four guys. Um, but then like, you know, some of them faded out and Savio, uh, Savio Sav- Vega, Savio Vega faded out. Uh, one, two, three kid became X-Pac. Then it became six Pac when he we went to WCW. So it's kind of like, okay, you know, so like there were, you know, then Undertaker comes in, Stone Cold comes in, you know, Bret Hart leaves and goes to WCW. So then it's like, you know, the tastes change as things go on. But yeah, like I was a I was a fan of Savio Vega back in the day. So to see him and to hear the crowd like go nuts for him, I was like, yes. Doesn't he have a promotion? I believe so. I think he's got a promotion in in Puerto Rico. Um, so and I think that's where Carlito works for the most part. Like he does indie dates, but he also works there as well. Yeah. So, man, to get those the the crowd going like that, man, it was really cool. Um, Bad Buddy didn't get him, did end up getting the victory over Damian Priest. As he should. Yes, he should. Yes. Um, but like I said, praise got to got to go to Damian Priest as well because you know he put in the work and uh, and made sure his opponent was safe. <laughs> there was one instance I know you didn't really get to see it, but in the uh, Bianca Belair and uh, Io Sky match, so obviously throughout the entire match they're working on Bianca's arm, Bianca's arm she can't. She can't have her power game, right? So at one point, she goes to Gorilla Press EO Sky, holding her in the air. She's like, Oh, my arm, it hurts. Still holding EO with one hand. Then she like leans over to like dump her off, and EO just like face plants, like head first, oh, nose shit. first <clears throat> into the mat. I was like, Oh. 
check her neck. Yeah, I was like, oh man, that was a that was a nasty tumble, and like I'm curious if she's gonna get any heat for that. Yeah, if Bianca will get any heat for that because like it was, it did not look good. But you know, going back to what I was saying, Damian Priest did the job. He made his opponent look good. He made sure he was protected as well. You know, so very good all around. Bud Bunny get the win. Uh, after that, we saw the Bloodline defeat Riddle, Zayn, and Owens. Uh, this match was okay. The only thing really worth noting is like uh, Solo Sokoa. Uh, he's been given instructions by Paul Heyman. He hasn't executed them just yet. Um, he was supposed to um, two Fridays ago when uh, the Usos were about. You know, they had lost their rematch against uh, Zayn and Owens. And he was coming out to possibly, you know, give them both the Samoa, Samoa and Spike. But Riddle intervened, which led to this match. Um, Are they going to really turn on his brothers? Like, why would you just split them up right now? It's like, you're not going to add any more to the bloodline, so it would just be Solo and Roman. Yeah, pretty much. <clears throat> but why? I don't know. Guess we'll just have to new, keep watching. Something different? Yeah. And Sammy's like, I told you. Yeah. I told you, uh, Jay. Mm-hmm. And that could be what they're doing. You know, they were like, dude, I saw it. You know, I saw Solo. I saw the look in his eye when he was looking at you. He was he was going to hit you until you were like, what are you doing? You know, question it. But one of the things I saw, thought was interesting is that they had this moment, you know, uh, Solo's going in a berserk, and he delivered the Samoan spike, and... Jay comes up behind him and Solo is getting ready to hit him with the spike and he turns around and sees it, sees that it's him and he stops. He's like, what are you doing? You about to hit me? So they have like this stare down. Meanwhile, Jimmy's on the floor. Jimmy Uso is on the floor. He doesn't see any of this. So when they end up getting the victory, the breath calls for the bell. Jimmy rolls in. He's got a big smile. Hey, we won, man. We won. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're back in business. Meanwhile, Solo and Jay are like <sighs> eyes locked, staring at each other. And he's like, yeah, man. Hey, why are you, you know, why are you so serious? Come on, smile. We won, you know. So it's kind of like he didn't see what went down. So now there's going to be, you know, his, uh, it's going to be Jay's word versus Solo's word. They're not like, going to do, well, they got Matt R Riddle, um, Riddle with, uh, with them. So it wouldn't be like split Jay and Jimmy up. Possibly not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Jay decides, you know what? I am main event. Uso. I want to go main event on my own. Which is what started this whole bloodline thing, you know, because Jimmy went out with an injury, so Jay had to step up, yeah. and then Roman was like, "Oh, you're gonna you're gonna work for me now." He's like, "Hell no, I'm not working for you." Like that was a that was a good feud for a while. Yeah, where like Roman like mentally dissected Jay, like broke him, yeah, and forced him to join the bloodline. Now Jay's like trying to break out, you know. Yeah, he's like I want you to come with me, but if you're not, full like, circle. Yeah, so we'll see. In the coming days, weeks, months, however long, because they're they're talking. I mean, they're basically confirming that Roman's going to hold the title until he's reached a thousand days. Um, I mean, they were talking all about it during the the, the live event. Um, well, why? Why do? Just to make history. Yeah. When will they have another chance? <laughs> the next person who wins got to go nine hundred ninety nine days. Yeah. So. 
I don't know. They're going to do it, and they created this other championship just so they can have a fighting champion. <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, that's one way. One so, way okay. Are they going to have it where they have that new title right, but Roman will still have those two titles around him? I presume so. We got three main event titles. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can put them all on one person. Have three main belts. Well, did you watch uh did you watch Paul Heyman's promo on Monday Night Raw last week? I'm blanking. Cuz he came out and was like, "You know, oh yeah. You look probably. at that title and boy, it sure would look great around the waist of your tribal chief." Yeah. <laughs> he can't go for it. He cannot. He will not be allowed to. But that's not going to say he's not going to try. But he's going to try. He's going to try. He's going to try. He's going <laughs> to try. That was one of the best chances. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I look forward to seeing what happens in the development of that in the weeks to come. Uh, main event, Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Bork Laser. Um, crowd's still hot. The match starts... Well, the fight starts before the match starts. Cody dies on Brock Lesnar before he can get in the ring. They tussle around the, the ring. He'll beat his ass. He does. And then once the bell rings, Brock Lesnar immediately gets on the offense, starts delivering suplex after suplex after suplex. Um, at one point, the turnbuckle gets exposed. Uh, Lesnar goes to charge at Cody, dives at him. Cody gets out of the way, and I don't know where he hit it, but it wasn't obviously, like, it mm. wasn't the ring of the turnbuckle. Yeah. It was, I'm guessing, like, one of the screws or something that holds holds it in place. Because uh. he hit, fell down, put his hand up, and as soon as he lifted his hand out, just blood just coming straight down. Fuck. Yeah. So, Lesnar got busted open the hard way, and... It was a bloody mess, like yeah, like a lot. Um, there was one point where Cody like put Lesnar's head underneath his arm, and whenever he got out, like there was just a trail of blood on like side. a streak of blood along his ribs, of Cody's ribs. Um, it got in his hair. It got like, man, I was watching that with my wife, and we were just like, can you imagine? Like being in a situation like that where you have to keep going, knowing yeah. that there's someone else's blood on your body. Like if someone were to sneeze on like your arm, you'd be like disgusted. Yeah, you'd be like oh my god, you know, that's just like spit. Okay, this is like blood, mm. and it's like in your hair, on your arms, on in your armpits, like mixing with your sweat, dripping down your body, like. Getting all over the mat, so every time your back hits the mat, you're landing in his blood. Like, uh, oh, uh, 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 you know, uh. it's crazy, but it also adds to the match. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and apparently, Vince McMahon was furious that he bled, but it's like <laughs> he did the hard way. I mean, he didn't do it on purpose. Yeah, he didn't do it on purpose. Because <clears throat> I went, I went back and rewatched it. I'm like, he didn't blade. He can get over it. Yeah. You're partnered with the UFC, and you don't want blood in your company? Come on. Let's get real. But You're not the boss, <laughs> Vince. But Cody did something that doesn't happen very often. He beat Brock Lesnar clean. Weird. Pinned him. 
That's one, two, three. Weird. Because uh, Lesnar had him in the Kimura lock, and uh, Cody rolled it, pinned him. One, two, three. That was it. Weird. Yeah. Some are wondering, like, if they called the match early because of the blood. Like, there was one point where they went to show a replay, and they come back, and the referee's holding a, a towel. Mm-hmm. Like, they were waiting. He was, like, waiting for the cue to be like, You're, we're in commercial. Wipe the blood off, you know? But they they were unable to. But, like, his face was, like, you know, Attitude Era Crimson Mask. That's nuts. Yeah, it was. So, it did what it needed to do. It progressed the story for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Um, will he finish the story, as they say? Finish the story. We'll see. I... So here's the thing. So we'll move since that was the final match. We'll move into the the World Heavyweight Championship tournament. Uh, so Cody Rhodes is one of the participants. I don't feel like he should win this one. I still think he needs to defeat to Roman. Roman Reigns. It's like you and me one on one, no outside interference, just man to man. I could see Cody winning it, and that would be like a Vince McMahon thing. And then that would be probably stupid. Be what Vince wants to do. That'll be stupid. It's like you know, you built him up just for him to lose, mm-hmm. and then he didn't go after Roman again. He went after Brock. Then you're gonna do this shit. Then like, I don't know. I feel like Vince is gonna give it to him. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like Cody should be the one to dethrone. Because good lord. Like, the story was already there. Oh, I, I agree you know, with you. I agree with you. But I also, I can understand the mindset of WWE wanting to put a long story together to go with the already long story of Roman Reigns being mm-hmm. the head of the table tribal chief thing. Yeah. So you want to have a story that can carry on. Excuse you. Sorry. Now you're good. And I don't think having him win the World Heavyweight Championship would benefit him. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. So they announced uh, earlier today who the participants are for the World Heavyweight Championship. Um, Cody Rhodes being one of them. I don't think Cody's going to win. If anything, I think that Lesnar should like interfere with the match that Cody is in and have him lose. Yeah. So here's how it's going to go down before we say the participants. So there's going to be... Two triple threat matches on Raw. Two triple threat matches on SmackDown. The winner of each of those triple threat matches will face each other. So we'll have four winners in all. The winners on Raw will face each other. The winners on SmackDown will face each other. Those winners will go on to face each other in the finals at Night of Champions in Saudi Arabia. And the winner of that match will be the uh, World Heavyweight Champion. So with that in mind... The participants are Cody Rhodes, uh, Austin Theory, AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley, Rey Mysterio, Edge, Sheamus, Shinsuke Nakamura, The Miz, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, and Seth freaking Rollins. Now, obviously... The top two picks, I would think, in this would be Cody and Seth to win. Um, I don't really see like if I had to if I had to pick who the top four are going to be, I'd probably say Seth, Cody, AJ Styles, and Bobby Lashley. 
because we would have AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley on SmackDown, Cody versus Seth again on Raw, hmm. and then whatever interference causes Seth to win. I would like to maybe see AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins in the finals. Somehow Styles, I guess Styles could use the the club to distract Bobby Lashley and get the win. So it would be Seth versus I'm going to pick AJ Styles. You're picking to win the whole thing? Yep. But he's on SmackDown. He's going to win it. Oh, okay. No, he's not going to win because that would mean he will be separated from his group. Yeah. And they're not going to do that. Yeah. I think that uh, I think Rollins is going to win it all. I'm going with Seth fucking Rollins. I don't think that's his name. Yep, it is. That's the Rated R name. Oh, yeah. Seth fucking Rollins. Yeah. Book it. Okay. Cool. Okay, I'll book it. <laughs> if that's what you want to do. Let's do it. Uh so yeah. Uh it's gonna be interesting to see how they uh how they play it out, but I th- I think Seth Rollins I think they've been booking the story to have him win it. Unless they throw a curveball, but that would be the most logical sense. Yeah. Um Cody still has that chase to go after Roman. Yeah. And then uh Seth can be the champion because like he's obviously one of the top guys in the in the business right now so he'd be the top guy in raw um let's move over to aew good news for those who uh good news for people who love bad news man that's a good album by the way i got that on vinyl just just uh, a week or two ago um modest mouse good news for people who love bad news um all in ticket sales have reportedly surpassed 60 thousand tickets sold that's nuts man. without a single match announced <laughs> god that's amazing though yeah do you think they will reach the status of sold out i think they'll get close i won't be surprised if it's not but i think they'll get very close uh i think they'll probably just be those small handful of tickets that just no one else has tried at wembley huh well the, here's the thing. So Wembley only allows a certain number of events of events per year. Yeah. So this is, I forget, please forgive me if I'm wrong out there, listeners. I want to say that this is like the 100th year of Wembley Stadium. You know, they had it and they've re- redesigned it, rebuilt it and all that, you know, uh, refurbished it. I want to say that this is the 100th year. So it's like everything that they're doing for this year, it's like it's got to be big. You yeah, know? we got to have something big. Um, so, like their limit. I think I want to say it's like forty-five events they can do in a year total. So the fact the fact that AEW managed to get one of these big events and then sell sixty thousand tickets in like the first three days, that's oh, very that's impressive. Nuts. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's very, very impressive. impressive because you've got a company that many have said, oh, this is just a t-shirt company. It's a small thing. <laughs> like they're not real competition, but we are sort of in a resurgence of wrestling right now. Oh yeah. Where people want to see wrestling again. And That's good. You know, the ratings might not be what it once was, but you also have to think when the ratings were really big, the channel availability was very low. We didn't have streaming services in the Attitude Era. We didn't have hundreds of channels. We had maybe 65 to 70 channels on cable 
if you're lucky. Mm-hmm. We didn't have Netflix and Disney Plus and all these other streaming services. Yep. So our our options were limited. That's what always like cracks me up when they when they talk about like, oh, the highest rated TV shows were from this year. Well, yeah, or were like from this decade. Well, yeah, no shit. You had like five channels <laughs> back then. So that kind of limits to what people could watch. Yeah. Um so the fact that you got Wembley Stadium in itself was amazing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um now I was thinking okay maybe they'll like do a half thing where they set up a half stage um and work around the crowd and all that. Um then I saw a layout that was similar to when they have concerts where it would have been that. It would have been like Wembley would have been like a half bowl, the entrance in the ring and everyone would have just been around it and if they needed to they would they could expand the seats. Um, but then once the pre-sale tickets, like, cause I signed up for it. So I have, I had an opportunity to get tickets early on if I wanted them. And I was so freaking tempted to, let me tell you guys, I had, I had it in my basket, like in my shopping cart. All I had to do was pay. That's how close I was. I was that close to doing it. But before I paid for it, I was like, well, let me see how much flights would be. And that's where I stopped. Because it was like $1,200 a person to fly. Uh, round trip? Round trip, nonstop. Because I don't want to do layovers. I don't want to like fly to Florida and wait eight hours and then fly another you know, six yeah. or seven. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I'm leaving from Houston. I'm going to there. And then I'm coming back. And that was like... Twelve to fourteen hundred dollars per person, and that's just for economy. And that's that would have been like this. I would have been so cramped for like nine hours. Just let one rip in there, huh? Just let one rip in the. Oh in the yeah, it would have been over for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like we're gonna have to like we're gonna have to uh-huh. deplane over the ocean. <laughs> it's like dang man, someone pooped in their pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, poop my pants. <laughs> but uh, I'm still tempted. To maybe just like get a cheap seat and just find still a flight. Still got another play. So huh? you talked about it, but you still got another play that you can make it happen. What's that? You and your wife. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to maybe convince the wife to go. Uh, my attempts were futile to get you. My attempts were futile to get Ben. They were futile to get my wife. But maybe if I pitch it as well, let's go for a few days. Like if we leave on like a Tuesday, and then we. We get there on a Tuesday or a Wednesday morning, spend a few days in jolly old England, and then go eat lunch with Ben. Yeah, invade his house, make him pay for my my meal or something. Cause, or a banana, or banana, <laughs> or a hot dog. Ben, <laughs> we're here listening. Um, but yeah, the temptation is there. So yeah. if any of our listeners want to, you know. Offer their their couch, you know. I'll take free room and board. I I clean up after myself. You know, it's all good. So we can go together. Yep. Um, you get the tickets and I'll fly there. Give me your email address. Uh, I'm not gonna do that just yet. Yeah, just say it on the on the air. No, we're not gonna do that. Yeah, well, give me your. You phone guys no- can reach out give to me your me phone number on Twitter at drh pro to let me know <laughs> if you want me to. Come Shout out on Twitter on D's Nuts. MF Butthole. MF Butthole. That was, that was Twitter handle that he's not aware that he has. 
But yeah, so the fact that they have 60,000 tickets sold is... It's highly impressive. Yeah. Freaking crazy, man. And we're three months away. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see um, if it go, does indeed sell Going out. into that, and this can go into another subject too, and we were talking, I was like, do you think that CM Punk will be on that show? With the way that reports are coming out left and right about the... And here's the craziest thing. Once again, just like how the the uh, Rampage started with CM Punk. Like, it was the very first episode of Rampage. It was, like, highly rumored that he was going to be there because it was Chicago. And, you know, they called it the first dance and everything. So, yeah, one of one of the worst kept secrets... You know, one of the things that they tried to, well, we can't say anything, but, you know, everyone hints. but everyone knows. Uh, the, the same thing's happening right now with AEW Collision. All right, they filed the trademark for it. The companies are expecting a show. Everyone's expecting a show. They're all expecting CM Punk to be the, the top draw, similar to how Roman Reigns is the top draw on SmackDown. CM Punk's going to be the top draw on Collision. Um None of this has been confirmed. None of the returns have been confirmed. None of this has been confirmed. But everyone is expecting there to be AEW Collision Saturday nights live. Um, and CM Punk will be back is for that. Dynamite and Collision will both be live? Yes. And then and Rampage will be taped. taped. So with the, thing, with the way things are going... So they have announced that AEW Dark and Dark Elevation are done for now, because apparently Warner Brothers Discovery they want they didn't want any AEW products to be free on their own. They're like, no, we want to be. A- so that's less time for people. Kind of, but also not, because if you think about it, they did uh, two hours of uh, Dynamite. And one hour of Rampage in a normal taping. Plus they would do like one hour on uh, of Dark. So you'd get like four hours of wrestling. That's a lot. That's a lot to sit through for, yeah. for one show. <laughs> so supposedly what they're planning to do is remove the AEW Dark and do Dynamite on Wednesday with the taping of Rampage. And then they would do like one, maybe two warm-up matches before Dynamite starts. Okay. So with that, you would have Ring of Honor would be taped exclusively at the Universal Studios where they do it. Um, their plans hold impact zone. Yeah. So they're going to be doing seven hours worth of taping over a weekend. So they're going to do like seven weeks worth over two days. Um, That's weird. Yeah. And then. So. Then you would have a collision on Saturday. Which we don't know if it's going to be two hours or one hour, huh? Yeah, we don't know yet. But if you would think it's two, then that could give you, you know, two or three um, warm-up matches, two hours of content, and then you could have a dark match with, you know, all the stars you didn't get to see on television. It's also remembered that so either someone's coming back or someone new's going to be coming back with punk mm-hmm. that's been reported. Yeah. We don't know. But basically you're taking 
you're taking two out you're basically just moving it so you're taking two hours that would have been dark and dark elevation and putting it in its own show yeah being collision and then the people who weren't being the people who are mostly being used on there they have a chance to maybe be on collision yeah so and then you can interweave some of them so the thing is that they're saying that CM Punk is going to be on collision so that the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega can be on Dynamite and Hangman um but on weeks where they would have Punk on Dynamite they would move Bucks, Omega and Hangman to collision, collision. so that if if for some reason that they can't amend the problems that they had yeah. from the um from the brawl yeah. brawl out as it's been known um if they can't mend those those fences then they're just going to keep them separated which know? is fair enough yeah and i said this to uh a while ago before the show and i don't care what people believe in this situation but like you know what Shit, if the elite doesn't want to make amends or whatever for that whole situation, or I mean, if they don't want to work with Punk, dude, that's totally fine. But a lot of people are like, well, you're so fucking unprofessional because you had to do it for the business and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Just suck it up. Everyone in the past has done it for business. And you know what? <laughs> They're, uh, what's it called? Um, not the CEOs. Oh, the executive vice president. Yeah. You know what? Fuck. If they don't want to do it, they don't want to do it. God damn. They don't have to do it, man. They could be separate yeah. or, you know what I mean? I mean, it would be great yeah. for them to do business together. But you know what? I'm not going to blame them if they don't. I I agree to a to a certain de- to extent because in the end, it's their company along with Tony Khan's. Like, they, they founded the company. They started mm-hmm. it. You know, they should have a major say in it with them being EVPs. Um, on the other end, you don't want it to make it seem to the other wrestlers in your locker room like, oh, I better not get on the their bad side because they're not going to want to work with me. Like, you want to be able to present yourself to a larger audience. And if you're cutting your audience in half, you know, like, you know, like oh, I can only be on collision because I agree with Punk's side, then that's not going to look, that's, that's not, you know. So it's kind of like a, yeah, I get it. You don't like the guy. Like, I've had to do that. There was, there was, plenty of people that I worked at um, that I didn't get along with and I was justified in in my reasoning for not not getting along with them but in order to improve my my uh, brand you have to you know you got to just like all right we'll tell you what I'll focus on my stuff let me do my let me do my gig I'll work with you from time to time and we'll put on a happy face for everybody it'll be you know to to the public Things are great, mm-hmm. you know. Once once the spotlight is off me, we backstage. We can go our separate ways, and they may know? work with each other at some point. Yeah, but like for me, I I want them so bad, and I want everyone. Like, <laughs> this is gonna sound so fucking like kumbaya bullshit. Like, why can't we be friends? But like, the passing of Brody Lee, I think, was such a pivotal moment in wrestling. The fact that. You know, the way the AEW handled the passing of Brody, that's what reignited CM Punk's passion for wrestling to get him to want to come back. So, you know, it's one of those where it's like it takes something devastating for us to realize that all the, all the petty, trivial bullshit doesn't really matter. And we should just like, yeah, do, we should, you know, we should. And I, 
I don't want someone to have to die for the punks, for Punk and the Young Bucks and Omega and Hangman to be like, hey, man, look, we might disagree on some things. We might not see eye to eye all the time, but let's just go out there and put on a good show for the crowd. Like, I want I want that. I know we're never going to be able to see that with Colt Cabana and CM Punk. I get that because it's a legal affair and, you know, there was apparently much more to it than, than any of us will ever know. But, you know, would I love to see them in the ring one more time? Hell yeah. You know, but in a realistic sense, I don't think that's ever going to happen. I mean, I want to see, I think it's a, kind of a dream match for me, uh, Omega versus Punk. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they can talk in a private room, no cameras, no not even a phone to yeah. accidentally record the conversation. They hopefully they can squash it and be like, "Look, you know, what happened happened. Let's move let's move past it. Let's try and start over. You know, let's try not to hold what happened against With the other." AEW there's been a lot of leaks and a lot of stuff that's like this person doesn't like this person. They're they're saying shit on Twitter. There are there's there's been a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. It's been reported. I'm like, golly, mm-hmm. Tony needs to get a like a grip on this and like, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, but also in the same instance, like you're grown, man. Like, come on, talk it be, out. Talk it out. Be professional. If you got to go in the back parking lot and just sort it out that way, go do that. Like, don't do it in front of a crowd. Don't go out on Twitter and and call them out. Like, handle your shit. And go to Mark Briscoe's farm. Where no one's watching. Yeah, they just you go. beat the shit out of each other. Yeah. Go to the Hardy compound. Mm-hmm. Figure it out there. <laughs> do what you got to do. Get thrown into, into the lake of reincarnation. That's right. I knew you'd come. <laughs> I always do. <laughs> I always do. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah. So, collision rumored, but not confirmed. But we'll see. That's in June? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Um, there's also talks possibly about Goldberg appearing in AEW as part of his, well, as part of his retirement tour. So apparently wrestlers now who are in the later stages, as opposed to having one match be their retirement match. Now they're kind of doing like a tour where they go and wrestle in different promotions, go up against some of their favorite guys and, and go from there. Supposedly, Goldberg wants to do that, and one of his stops would be in AEW. Wardlow. I mean, who else would they do? That would make sense. Um, in other companies. Hmm. I don't know. I just. I don't think. I think I'm done with Goldberg. Like, <laughs> he can. He can retire. He yeah. Can, just, or, just go. Just yeah. go. I'd be fine with that, but I don't know. We'll see. Hmm. Um. So, you know how in years past, changing the subject, so, uh, you know how in years past I always said WWE secretly listened to our show and would steal our ideas and, uh, you know, utilize them. I'm thinking we might have a couple ears in AEW as well. Okay. So, I just want to see if if you recall what I, what I said, remember what I said, uh, would help separate AEW's tag team division from WWE. Oh my god. It's been a while, but mm. it, I've said it a couple of times on this show. Um 
doing different style tags. Yeah. Um, like have like a roulette wheel or something like that. Or, or you could do, do like a coin toss or yeah. something like that. So basically, you know, if you've got the Lucha Bros and they want to wrestle Lucha style where you don't have to have, you know, tags when your partner gets thrown yeah. out of the ring. So basically special rules for special teams, right? Guess what House of Black just announced? <laughs> the house rules. The house rules. So if you're going to now face the House of Black, you get a 20 count instead of a 10, no rope breaks, and the opponents of the House of Black get to pick the di- disqualification stipulations. That's weird. Yeah. That last so it's like, part's really weird. Yeah. So it's like, if you want to say chairs are the only thing that's going to get me disqualified, well, we can use ladders and tables all we want. If you want to make it to where there's no disqualifications, get ready to get hurt. Yeah. You know, because they want they want to make it seem fair. It's like we give we'll give you a choice. You get you get ten extra seconds. Low blows are legal. Right? You could do that. Um so it's like, okay, but but you also have to remember, whatever you say, we get to do it too. Yep. You know, so if you say low blows are legal, we get to do low blows as well. Um so it's like you get an extra ten seconds, rope breaks do not count. So you can be in pain and you can reach that rope. The ref's not going to do a damn thing to help. So I absolutely love the fact that they have announced this, and I hope it's successful because I fucking suggested that like two years ago. That they How do you do feel that. about House of Black? I love them. I want nothing but success for them. I hope that they become a big, big, big time. Rhea thing. wants Buddy to come back to WWE. I'm sure she does. She I don't know if he wants to go or not. Mm. Probably just for Rhea. Yeah. But other than that, I'd be like, mm, I'm good. And I don't know about uh, Malachi. Yeah. Um, you think for the new show, this would be a good time to bring back Miro? Yes, absolutely. And I hope that they do. Along with Scorpio Sky. Yeah. And others. So... Agreed. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, that's all I have for AEW news. Uh, only hot topic that I have is a uh, former WWE star, now known as Trinity Fatu, former WWE superstar Naomi, has officially joined Impact Wrestling. So congratulations to her. She bet on her bet on herself. And, Same thing with Sasha. Yeah. Uh, Merce- uh, Mercedes Monet. Monet. Yeah, and. She was backstage to support Trinity. Yeah, as was CM Punk. Oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Tamina. Okay, so Team Bad once again uh-huh. CM Punk at the backstage on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I have something that pops in my mind. Popped in my mind that I think it happened a while back. Um, former WWE star Ted DiBiase Jr. He what? He got in some legal trouble. Yeah, he got some legal troubles, like official. Like I don't know. It's I don't know, you're looking up now, but like I think he was accused of stealing money or something. Or uh, welfare fraud. Welfare welfare fraud that also involves Brett Favre. Oh, yeah. Like he did it too. Mm-hmm. He's in trouble too. Let's see. Companies run by a former professional wrestler received quote sham contracts 
in Mississippi and misspent millions of dollars of welfare money that was supposed to help some of the neediest people in the U.S., according to a new federal indictment. The indictment of former wrestler Ted Teddy DiBiase Jr., 40 of Madison, Mississippi, was unsealed Thursday, two, de- two days later after it was issued by a grand jury in Jackson. During a brief court appearance on Thursday, he pled not guilty, Jesus loves you, brother. God bless you, man, DiBiase told a WAPT-TV reporter outside the federal courthouse. The indictment is the latest development in a sprawling Mississippi corruption case. By the way, this is courtesy of the Philadelphia Inquirer. The indictment is the latest development in a sprawling Mississippi corruption case involving wealthy and well-connected people receiving contracts from the State Department of Human Services from 2016 to 2019. DiBiase, WWE wrestler in the 2000s and 2010s, the indictment accuses him and co-conspirators, including former Mississippi Department of Human Services Director Director John Davis, of fraudulently obtaining federal money and using it for their own benefit. According to the indictment, Davis directed funds from the Emergency Food Assistance Program, or TFAP, and the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families. Don't laugh at FAP. <laughs> the Temporary Assistance for Needy Families Program to two nonprofit organizations. Family Resource Center of North Mississippi, Inc., directed by Christy Webb, and Mississippi Community Education Director, directed by Nancy New. Webb and New have both pleaded guilty in the welfare uh, welfare fraud scandal. Davis told Webb and New to award contracts in 2017 and 2018 to DiBiase's companies, Priceless Ventures, LLC, and Familiae. Orientum LLC for social services that the companies did not provide, the indictment said. Quote, DiBiase allegedly used these federal funds to buy a vehicle and a boat and for the down payment on the purchase of a house, among other expenditures, end quote, the the Justice Department said in a news release on Thursday. DiBiase's attorney, Scott Gilbert, said in a statement that Thursday was a good day for his client. Quote, after being forced to sit quietly for nearly three years while opportunists took unabated swings at Teddy and his family, Teddy now has the opportunity to fight back publicly, Gilbert said. As much as every one of us have the right to decide for ourselves whether our government is effective or prudent in the way it carries out its functions, criminalizing what in hand hindsight may be fairly characterized as poor fiscal management by the executive branch of the state government is a dangerous and worrisome precedent, end quote. DiBiase is charged with one count of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and and to commit theft concerning programs receiving federal funds, six counts of wire fraud, two counts of theft concerning programs receiving federal funds, and four counts of money laundering. If convicted, he would face up to five years in prison for the conspiracy count, up to 20 years for the wire fraud count, and up to 10 years for each count of theft concerning programs receiving federal funds and for each count of money laundering. The Justice Department said Davis pleaded not guilty last year to charges tied to welfare misspending in the state's largest public corruption case, including $160,000 spent on drug rehabilitation in Malibu, California, for former pro wrestler Brett DiBiase, the brother of Teddy DiBiase. Brett DiBiase has pleaded guilty to state and federal charges tied to the case. The welfare misspending scandal has ensnared high-profile figures, including retired NFL quarterback Brett Favre, 
who is not facing criminal charges but is among more than three dozen defendants in a civil lawsuit that the current Human Services Director filed last year to try to recover some of the welfare money wasted while Davis was in charge. Teddy DiBiase, Brett DiBiase, and their father, former pro wrestler Ted DiBiase Sr., are also defendants in the civil lawsuit. Ted DiBiase Sr. was known as the Million Dollar Man while wrestling. He is a Christian evangelist and motivational speaker. He ran the Heart of David Ministries, Inc., which received $1.7 million in welfare grant money in 2017 and 2018 for mentorship, marketing, and other services, according to the lawsuit. Mississippi has ranked among the poorest states in the U.S. for decades, but only a fraction of its federal welfare money has been going toward toward direct aid to families. Instead, the Mississippi Department of Human Services allowed well-conducted people to fritter away tens of millions of welfare... Fritter. <laughs> fritter. Tens, of, tens of millions of of welfare dollars from 2016 to 2019, according to the state auditor and state and federal prosecutors. Temporary assistance for needy families money helped pay for pet projects of the wealthy, including $5 million for a volleyball arena that Favre supported at his alma mater, the University of Southern Mississippi. Mississippi Auditor Shad White said Favre's daughter played volleyball at the school starting in 2017. Got all that? Because I ain't reading it again. Repeat it again. Um, All right, here we go. Oh, God. (laughs) That's crazy, man. It It really is. And... I don't. I, I, if you did something bad, man, you gotta pay the price for it. So, I don't gotta know. pay the troll yeah. toll. So, um, <laughs> what do you feel? Or have you heard about? Um, so I think it's. I don't know if it's season three or four of Dark Side of the Ring. Mm. It's gonna be oh, coming yeah, out it's right. Be a new season now, and then that company, Vice, is going. They're filing for bankruptcy. bankruptcy. <laughs> like, like, what? Will we even get to see the episodes? Yeah. And then what John Cena is supposed to do? Like they're supposed to series like tells of the, like the uh, territories or something like that. that oh, he's I don't know. trying I to uh, produce or whatever. That's cool. Um, I guess not. If that's gonna happen, I don't know, unless they're gonna get bailed out. I don't. Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Time will tell. Mm-hmm. We'll have a dark side of the ring vice <laughs> episode. <laughs> We're gonna talk about their parent company going down. Yep. But that's all I got. You got anything else? You ready for Tears of the Kingdom? Yes. Did you reserve it? Nope. But yeah. I'll go buy it when it comes out. There you go. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. it should be fun. Hell Hopefully yeah. I'll be able to have some free time to be able to play it. But I never. Have I free doubt time. it. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. It'll be. <laughs> Did you ever finish the first one? No. Nope. <laughs> I the answer to that one. Don't tell no, I'll get pissed. Yeah. But that's all we got. So thanks for so much for listening. We hope to be back maybe next week. We'll see. We'll see what the weekend holds. Uh, if you have any questions for us, leave it on our Facebook page on this podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, BeyondPodPlayer.fm, Satchel, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter, WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, DRH Pro. Tyler, Tyler underscore Abear. Abear underscore Mode on Instagram. DRH underscore Pro on Instagram. And I'm on Twitch and TikTok at DRH Pro. So there you go for the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm tired. I'm Tyler. Tired Abear. And we will hopefully catch you all next week. Woo.